You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brentus Wealth. And Brentus Wealth was voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in 2020. With me from Brentus Wealth in Johannesburg today is Rocco Fensale. And Rocco sent me a piece yesterday, and it says the following, Emigrate Your Money, Not Your Lifestyle. I like that title. It says here in the first paragraph, Recent events in South Africa, coupled with continued impact of COVID-19 and the country's slow but finally accelerating vaccination rate, of course, against COVID-19, has caused a fresh spike in calls to immigration experts about leaving the country. There are many factors, it goes on to say, motivating South Africans looking to live elsewhere, some based on their emotional reactions to the recent weeks that made the news worldwide. However, managing emotions when making investment decisions is something financial advisors everywhere guard against. With me now is Rocco Fensel. And Rocco, I like your piece. It's, it's very good. And it's very enthusiastic because I know that you're slightly younger than me. You're in your mid-20s. But obviously, you feel very passionately about your home country, South Africa. And that has motivated this, I think. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. So as far as, as living in South Africa goes, you're right to say that I'm very happy here. I think I'm one of the the few people in my friendship group who who see myself staying here. Um, I don't really entertain the ideas of moving overseas. And I think a lot of this got to do with having traveled before. I've been fortunate to travel to the UK and Western Europe to, to name a few places. So you assess the lifestyle that people live there. And I've also got family who live in Australia. And they live very comfortably in South Africa before moving to, to Brisbane, where you could say their lifestyle took a bit of a knock when they sold their hands for, for dollars, although they have managed to, to, to get their ducks in a row that side. And I just feel growing up in South Africa, um, we are spoiled with, with the lifestyle we have. Generally, your middle class and, and upper class citizens, yeah, we live good lives. Generally, you, you can live in a decent-sized house uh, with a garden and a pool. Obviously, the, if, if you're into the bushfire like me, you can go for weekend getaways. And a lot of us also enjoy going to coastal areas like Kenton and St. Francis, to, to name a few. So we live a really good lifestyle, opposed to you, you get people who, who move overseas and all of a sudden they start downsizing the, the quality of life. You move into high-rise apartment buildings in Amsterdam or, or flats in London. It's just for, for me, it's, it's, I would like to both have my cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see myself leaving South Africa, but I do understand that you can't keep all of your eggs in, in the South African basket and one needs to, to hedge themselves against the RAND and, and the economy of South Africa. And that's where the value of, of offshore investments come from. And, and that's basically the premise on why I wrote this article and what inspired it. Okay. I would say that you have got a cake and you are eating it. And I, I love your enthusiasm about South Africa. However, when it comes <laughs> to the word lifestyle, Rocco, lifestyle is not just mountains, bushveld, beaches, forests, mountain biking, wine farms, beautiful sunshine for nine months a year. It's not just about that. It's also to do with personal liberty. And I know that because I lived in South Africa for 28 years. And I can't tell you how what a relief it was, not because I dislike South Africa, because South Africa very, was very good to me. And I loved it. And I still love it. And I still want to come back there to visit. 
But um, when you come to a place like the Netherlands, where I'm currently domiciled, you you wake up in the morning and you know that when you walk down the street, you're not going to be threatened. The, the crime rate is so low. And I, I don't think you can quantify lifestyle just by money and geography and the top topographical beauty of South Africa. You have to quantify it in other ways. And I will... Um, my, my children are probably about the same age as you combined, the two of them, 24 and 27. And uh, I am urging them to take a good look at their futures and say, if you want to be free and feel feel free every time you open your front door, then have a look at somewhere else. If you are not worried about that, then carry on in South Africa, because it's probably one of the most beautiful countries in the world. That's my argument against you, Rocco. Yeah, Lindsay, no, you, you're 100% right. I think what, one of the biggest draw cards for moving overseas is security. Also, including that is economic security and political security. I think a lot of people are moving overseas um, for for better careers or to give their kids better opportunities growing up. Um, with my family, that was the case. Very good point about political security, by the way. You're, you're absolutely right there. That's another one. But anyway, carry on. I've interrupted you. Yeah, so with, with my cousins, they, between the ages of 18 and 23, 24, they've all got Australian passports. Uh, they've all been educated in Australia. They, they got degrees and, and whatnot. So for them, coming to South Africa, back to South Africa is not even an option. And on top of that, there's political certainty in Australia. Like I said, with the education, they're getting jobs. Finding jobs isn't that hard for them with their passports. And yeah, they, they have the opportunity to, to, to build good lives for themselves and they do sleep well at night. They don't need to check the, the locks on their doors three times before they go to bed. But yeah, there's, there's definitely pros and cons to, to moving overseas and living in South Africa. And I must say you, you do have a good argument as far as security goes and liberty, as you call it. There's definitely a lot more of that, that overseas. And for South Africans who live in South Africa, it's something we, we have to deal with, you know, either living in estates where security is tight. Obviously, you have to make sure that you, you lock up your house at night and et cetera. So those are things that aren't ideal. And there is a certain risk. But, yeah, if you put systems in place and security in place, you can mitigate the risk. Yes, you're quite right. And I did so while I was there. I never had a really serious in incident. I had a few cars, in fact, three cars uh, <clears throat> stolen, but no one ever broke into my house. No one ever threatened me. My, li my life was never threatened because I looked over my shoulder the, the whole time. But I don't want to look over my shoulder. That's the point I'm making. And also, don't forget that if you move to London, in the example that you, you said in your piece, um, £750,000 for a two-bedroom flat in the Barbican, which is in the just off the city of London. It's not cheap, but also if you walk down the street <coughs> in London, you know, they've got a knife crime pandemic going on at, at the moment. So it's, it's not perfect. I'm really talking about my experience in the Netherlands. But anyway, let's say that someone is passionate like you and young enough like you and vigorous enough like you to cope with the circumstances in South Africa, then you can do it, but at the same time, your money can emigrate. So tell us more about that, please. Yeah, no, so, so my argument generally is is that it's, when it comes to your your own money or your family's money or your client's money for, for that sake, um, it's all great to live in South Africa, and obviously we've highlighted the reasons why people want to stay, the advantages of why people want to live here. 
However, you do need to have a different mindset when it comes to your investments or your family's investments for that case. And it generally would be very good advice to hedge yourself against the RAND in the economy. Obviously, how much and what percentage that will differ from client to client and individual circumstances of different clients. However, um, the JSC makes up less than half a percent of the world's total market cap when it comes to equities. So it's definitely in your best interest from, from a diversification point of view, as well as from view to preserve your wealth, to have offshore exposure. And ultimately, you can store if you want to stay in South Africa because of the lifestyle that it gives us. The good news is, is that immigration is not the only option you have. It's not the only choice you have. And if you play your cards right and you, you get the right investments in place and, and you, you sort the right advice, you can live in South Africa, have your money live overseas. You can earn US dollars and you can spend rands and you can ultimately preserve your, your wealth and your family's wealth and maintain the quality of life that you used to. If you're willing to settle with, with the risks that come with staying here, for example, political and economic risks, and a few others that we we outlined earlier in the conversation. Yes, indeed. So I, I think there's a, a number of points here: how much money you've got, how old you are, what your risk profile is, and how <clears throat> how much you are linked to South Africa, whether it be via property, a property investment, or with family. There are so many factors, Rocco, that you have to take into yeah. account. And I think you've you've presented a good argument, and I think I've presented a viable argument uh, as well. So it's all down to personal choice. So when you sit down with people, clients of Brentas Wealth that come and consult, or rather you consult to, um, you've obviously got to bring all these things up. So it's it's a delicate balancing act that you have to perform. 100%. And like you mentioned, it is, is very individual based as far as, as that goes. And generally, I mean, Brentas has been favoring offshore exposure for approximately, I would say, seven to 10 years now. And it's definitely definitely pay dividends to our clients and i think going forward our message is still that having exposure to offshore investments is good advice especially for your wealthier clients who would like offshore exposure as well as to preserve their wealth but in the end of the day it, it, it changes from client to client but it's definitely not bad advice to tell someone to get at least a portion or a fraction of the assets offshore. I think the next time that we meet, Rocco, we haven't, we've never met, but the next time that we meet in, in person, it'll probably be me coming to Cape Town or Johannesburg rather than you coming to Amsterdam. That's getting, <laughs> that's, that's the feeling I'm getting here. And, 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 and quite right too. Yeah. I'm actually planning to go to Amsterdam in 2023. So yeah, perhaps I'll meet you then, but I'll be going there and I'll be coming back most likely. I don't see myself. It won't be a one way ticket. Very good. Rocco, thanks very much for your insight. That was really interesting. That's Rocco Fensel from Brentus Wealth speaking to us from Johannesburg. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentus Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.